It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Baseball is back, and the Reds are poised for one of the best seasons in franchise history. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr. We don't want to just win. We want to dominate. And here we go. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's show, we're going to talk about a storyline that I think we're not giving enough attention to going into the 60-game season. Going to break that down. Going to look at some odds. I know I've been talking about that like all week, but there's some fun stuff in the odds and some tea leaves that you can read there. Also, a special segment at the end of the podcast This is July 4th weekend. We're going to look at some Reds who were also in World War II. 
Before we get into all of that, though, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Locked On Reds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, save that Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. That's for your reactions, your questions, whatever you've got, if it's baseball related or if you just want to know what my favorite color is. 513-549-0159. So looking at a couple of different things, there was some good news today. Uh, there was a little press conference during the afternoon with David Bell, and the Reds beat writers were asking different questions. So let's start today's episode off with some good news. Nick, uh, Gino, uh, a couple of our pitchers, this time off allowed them uh, plenty of time to heal. So physically, medically speaking, they're 100%. Um, you know, there's there's other aspects to that just as far as getting getting back into the daily grind of, um, you know, camp and, and the season that um, we're going to need to see them in. And um, But from a medical standpoint, physically, they're 100% ready to go. And um, so not, you know, that's not going to hold them back. Everyone is healthy. Even Nixon Zell, everyone is completely 100%. You heard it from David Bell right there. They will not be limited as far as injuries or anything like that goes. He was very careful when asked about anything that was sort of hinting at COVID-19 tests or anything like that. There was no news as to who's negative, who's positive, because, you know, that's kind of like a HIPAA thing. They're not going to get into all of that. But so far as anyone that had injuries in spring training that we were worried about at the beginning of the season, that's not an issue. Everyone is completely healthy on that front. And whenever he mentioned, so he said Nick at the beginning, I was talking about Nixon Zell, not Nick Castellanos or any of the other 150 Knicks that are on the Reds. He's talking about Nixon Zell. And when he's looking at Nixon Zell, that's been the big question, something that fans have more speculated than people around the team as to what will his role be. And even now with the designated hitter and things like that, could he be moved around the diamond a lot more? You know, we will um, allow him to ease into it, um, you know, at the center field position for sure. I mean, that's that's where we, we see him playing um, going into this. Okay, so he is bona fide still the center fielder. That's going to be his spot. They've doubled down so many different times during the offseason, during spring training, during this hiatus. Nick Senzel will be playing center field. And that is a storyline in and of itself in this 60-game season. I know we talked with Ken Brew about Joey Votto. We've talked a lot about can Shogo acclimate? What's the pitching going to look like? Nick Senzel is a massive storyline as well. You're talking about a guy who his debut, while it wasn't setting the world on fire, wasn't also that amazing either. It was kind of like, okay, there's definitely some talent there, but we've been waiting on him for a while now. We've been waiting on Nixon Zell, kind of the promised player, if you will, the promised son of this new era in winning when it comes to the Reds. And a 60-game season is not going to afford him much time to prove that he's taken strides to get better from last season. We, we need to see a very good Nick Senzel this year because he is 
counted on. He, I mean, say what you will about the players that they brought in. They did not bring in players to push him out. It's very obvious now that there was some rumblings about the designated hitter coming to the National League because Dick Williams said that in an interview earlier this week. He said that we were always building this team with the designated hitter in mind. That's why they always maintained the position that Nick Senzel is the everyday center fielder. I know that they mentioned Shogo might get some playing time in center field, but with the designated hitter, it's much easier to see how Shogo will play all three outfield spots and Nick Senzel will be the mainstay in center field. With that being said, he's got to produce. We've got to see the healthy Nick Senzel take off because I know that later on in the season it seemed like he was starting to figure some things out then they changed his swing and they tried to get a more pop and that didn't really work and he realized that and so then he was going to go back to what helped him and then he got hurt and we didn't see anything after that so there's still questions around what the Reds have in Nick Senzel and since they did not go into any sort of plan to replace him and, and and obviously there were talks that included him in any potential trade when it came to Francisco Lindor things like that he's got to be a guy that his name came up so you wonder how much consideration the Reds gave to those uh, trade not, not really demands but requests as far as those deals were concerned all in all this is on Nick he is the center fielder. It's been told that many times, and they said that they're going to ease him in, which is also an interesting take because you're looking at a shortened season where easing people in and being patient with uh, their struggles and things like that, it's going to be a lot harder to see this year because if a guy is hitting you know, 200 or less and we're 10, 15 games into it, you got to wonder how much production he's going to bring to the table moving forward. So Nick Senzel's got a lot of pressure on him. Look, every player's got pressure on him, but when you look at Nick Senzel, it's a little bit of added pressure because we have wanted him to be the guy. And when you think about Nick Senzel, be honest with me. If you're going to sit here and tell me, that by the end of this year, even in a 60-game season, by the end of this year, if he is not batting in the top third of the order, are you happy with that? Are you satisfied with that? Because I would be very disappointed if we end 2020 and we're looking at Nixon's, yeah, okay, maybe he bats seventh. Maybe he bats sixth. I don't know. No, I want him batting first or second, and I want that to not be a hope. I want that to not be a question. I want that to be a fact. I want that to be his role on this team, and he has a lot of pressure on him for that. But the good news is he's healthy. Now comes the hard part. What kind of production do we get from him here in a couple of weeks because there's not going to be any more I mean there might be some intra-squad games that they get and maybe they schedule one or two exhibitions with like the Indians or the Cubs or the Pirates you know somebody close to them to try and get ready for the season but that might not even happen so it's going to be all practice and then boom game time so we'll see what we got in Nick Senzel coming up here in a moment I want to talk about the Reds odds when it comes to the consensus. I was looking at the Action Network today, looking at those numbers, and a tribute to past Reds players who were in World War II for this July 4th weekend. But first, 
If you're looking to get some work done on your car, check out the parts at rockauto.com. They've got all the parts your car will ever need, a great selection, and the best prices you'll find anywhere else. If you go to a brick-and-mortar store like, I don't know, AutoZone or something like that, they're going to have different price levels, whether you're a professional or you're trying to do it yourself. Because they're going to try and get a little bit more money out of you if you're doing it yourself because you're saving on labor, all that good stuff. Rock Auto doesn't do that. They've got one price for their parts no matter who's buying them. And they've got the most comprehensive list of parts that your car is going to need. Just go on to rockauto.com. Look on the left side. They've got a drop-down list of different car companies. You pick on your car company. You find your model, find your year, find the specs for your car. You know, if it's an SE or if it's a Limited or, you know, whatever. If you got one of them special cars like that, then they'll have all the parts drop down in a list. That way, you don't need to know the name of your part. You can find it on their list, and they've got helpful people there on that website should you need a little extra extra attention check out rockauto.com and when you're checking out enter locked on in the how did you hear about a section to let them know that locked on red sent you to rockauto.com new game day shirt boom cash back food for the tailgate boom cash back even buying around can earn you cash back when you use your debit card and yes we said debit card with discover cashback debit everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases in sports it's hard to predict who's taking the win but you know what's guaranteed to win discover cashback debit did i mention there are no fees period this one is a real game changer check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic when it comes to season previews for any sport, really, not just baseball and the Reds, but any sport, a good indicator of where a team is at is looking at their Vegas odds. Even if you're not a better or a gambler, probably don't call them a better, that's, that's weird. If you're not a gambler, it's still worth looking at what Vegas has on these teams because Vegas is completely unbiased. They are looking to set the record straight for each team based on how much money they think that people will get and all that other stuff. And, you know, it, it's it's a money game for them. So they're not looking at, oh, well, who, who's got the coolest uniforms or, or who's got the coolest names on their team? No, they're looking at one thing and one thing only. How good is that team? And they're going to set the odds accordingly. Starting off looking at what Vegas has for the Reds, they've set their over-under the consensus anyway, for wins is at 31 and a half right now. Depending on where you look, it might be a little bit different. It might be 31 or it might be 32, but the consensus is 31 and a half wins, which is right there around where the Cardinals and the Cubs are as well. Because if you look at the odds to win the division, based on the consensus of all the odds. The Cubs are the favorites at plus 225. That is, if you bet 100 bucks, you'll get 225 bucks. Then, on top of that, then the Cardinals are at plus 240, and the Reds are at plus 260. So, yeah, there's a little bit of separation there, a little bit of difference, but not that much. They don't see that big a difference between those three teams. The Brewers then are at plus 320, and their Pirates are at plus 7,000. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, plus 7,000. They really don't think the Pirates are going to do anything. 
I mean, if you bet a dollar on the Pirates to win the NL Central, you'll win $700. That's how confident they are that the Pirates aren't going to do anything. So that is, that's kind of a thing for the Reds as well. And we'll talk about that here in some episodes to come is how the Reds will fare against the Pirates because that's going to be a good barometer because the Reds will – you know, the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Reds, and the Brewers are probably all going to duke it out with each other. They'll all get their pound of flesh somehow with one another. It's all going to be how they deal with the Pirates, a team that's not expected to do anything whatsoever. But then you, you kind of expand that from the division, from the win total. The Reds are the eighth highest as far as the National League is concerned in odds to win the National League pennant at plus 1,448. That's getting really detailed there. But basically what that means is if you put 100 bucks on the Reds to win the pennant and go to the World Series for the National League, and they do that, then you'll win $1,448 on top of the $100 you just spent. That's a pretty decent value in my book. I, I think that they've got a shot at least to contend for the pennant. I don't think it's a... Uh, uh, obviously being situated in the eighth spot, they're not considered one of the favorites. The Dodgers, obviously heavy favorites, uh, considered to win the National League. Then when you look down at the World Series, they're not that far off compared to the pennant. They're eighth in terms of the pennant, and they're 13th in terms of the World Series at plus 2,500. So yeah. You know, that's one of those, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance. Then when you look at Cy Young as far as individual participants, I I looked at uh, MVP and they had Suarez, Vado, and Moustakis listed on there in varying, you know, odds and things like that. They didn't have Castellanos listed, which I thought was interesting. But when you look at the, the MVP race, they're not really that high in there. The Cy Young race is interesting. Because Castillo, Trevor Bauer, and Sonny Gray are all in the top 12. Luis Castillo ranked the sixth sixth best favorite or whatever to win the Cy Young at plus 1,300. Bauer is eighth at plus 1,600. And then Sonny Gray is comes in at 12th at plus 2,500. So his odds to win the Cy Young are the same as the Reds' odds to win the World Series, which I think that's kind of a gross uh, overlooking underestimation. Yeah, that's the word. Gross underestimation of our friend Sonny's ability to pitch the baseball because he's really good at doing that. And I think that he should be considered a lot more. Of course, yeah, am I biased? Sure. But he pitched really well last year, and there's lots of arguments to be made that he actually had a better season than Luis Castillo. And Luis Castillo is the one on top of this list as far as Vegas odds for the Reds to win the Cy Young. Before we ended today's episode with July 4th being upon us this weekend coming up, it is a wonderful holiday to remember America. It is the birthday of America. And to remember our armed service members and military personnel, people who have sacrificed their lives for our country. And looking back, you know, there's there's all kind of lists if you if you go on the internet and look up baseball players who also served time in the military. And of course, one of the top names that everyone remembers is Ted Williams. The man was a pilot in both World War II and the Korean War. He was not hesitant to give his life for his country, even though he was one of the best baseball players 
whoever lived. And I was looking for a list of Reds players who also served in the military. And I found one for at least World War II. I, I couldn't really uh, find any for the other wars. But when it comes to World War II, here's a list of guys. And some of them you'll know. Some of them you probably will never heard their names before. But I think it's necessary to remember these men who were Reds, but were also military servicemen who gave their lives for America, Ewell Blackwell. You'll remember that name. I've talked about him before. He was one of the most underrated pitchers in Reds history, and if not for his military service, when you just look at it from a baseball standpoint, probably would be considered as one of the best Reds pitchers who ever lived, but he sacrificed a couple of years of his baseball career to help out America and go fight in World War II, you also have Lonnie Frey, who was part of the 1940 World Series. And just kind of going down in order, Joe Beggs, Mike DeJean, Lonnie Goldstein, Hank Gowdy, Harry Gumbert, Bert Haas, Earl Harris, John Hetke, Dixie Howell, Frankie Kelleher, Jimmy Constanty, Ray Lamano, Eddie Lucan, Mike McCormick, Bob Malloy, Max Marshall, Howie Moss, Ray Mueller, Jack Neems, Kent Peterson, Hank Sauer, Eddie Shokes, Clyde Schoon, Junior Thompson, Clyde Vollmer, Dick West, and Benny Ziantara. The, these names, and I know that they're just names that I just listed. I didn't like give a profile of any one of them. But when it, when it comes to these list of names, these are men who did not view their baseball career or their life here as more important than going over to whether it be Europe or Japan and fight for their country in the, the, the greatest war. And, and that's not to glorify, but the, the, the most fantastic war that this this world has ever known, World War II. I mean, I, I hope that we never see anything like that ever again, especially now that the world is so divisive. But without getting into all of that, just to, to celebrate these men who sacrificed however many years it was of their career. Some of them stayed in the military. When you read about some of them, they left baseball and stayed in the service of their country. And I salute them. And I thank them so very much for doing that so that those of us now can enjoy the freedoms that we have. It's far too often that we take for granted the society that we live in. We, we, we talk about this problem or that problem or this complaint or that complaint. And what we don't realize is we live in one of the greatest countries in the world, and that is because of these men who have sacrificed their lives and the men and women who have sacrificed their lives in countless wars, not just World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War, the Gulf uh, War, uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, the war on terror in general, all of that stuff. I, I, you know, I know I'm completely missing a whole bit of world war one you go further back than that civil war all that good stuff I, i'm a big fan of history and kind of trying to figure out how to throw it into a baseball podcast is an interesting thing but at the same token i wanted to pay homage to them and remember them and i hope that you will as well among your barbecues and hanging out with your family and your friends and the fireworks this weekend just take a moment to remember 
how awesome it is that our country is the way that it is because of these people who sacrifice their lives in the line of service for America. And that will end us today on the Locked on Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Next week, we'll continue to look at the upcoming season. Make sure that you're subscribed. Follow me on Twitter, all of that good stuff. And a happy 4th of July to you. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 